0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. So glad that you could join us for a look at the book, the book we're looking at today, the book of Zechariah. I have a six-part series on the book of Zechariah. This is a book that'll help you understand the times in which we're living. You know, many people talk about the Jewish feast and the fulfillment of these Jewish feasts. Well, this study that we're going to take right now in Zechariah helps us to understand the fulfillment of the feast. That's just in a moment, but let me tell you, this is a six-part audio series on CD that is available to you, and after we have our study, I'll tell you how you can get your own personal copy so you can study through the book of Zechariah. But right now, let's spend a few moments taking a look at the book, the book of Zechariah and the Fulfillment of the Jewish Feast.
1: Now look what takes place, chapter 8, verse 1, and again the word of the Lord. Here's the third third message. Again the word of the Lord came came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Zion with great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with great fury. Thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Zion, and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem in the holy mountain, talking about the Temple Mount. Look over here. Verse 7, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people. Look at verse 8. I will bring them, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. Build the temple, he says in verse 9. Look at verse 13. And it shall come to pass that as ye were a curse among the heathen, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you, and ye shall be a blessing that happened on me. Yom Kippur, restoration. How do I know it happened? Well, the Word says it. And look how they're going to live. Verse 16, these are the things that ye shall do. Speak. By the way, he told him to do this when he was rebuking them. And saying, judge themselves, speak every man the truth of his neighbor. Execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gates. And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against his neighbor. And love no false oath, for all these are things that I hate, saith the Lord. And that's how you're going to live. You're going to be able to do that because of Yom Kippur, the feast of the day of atonement. The fourth message. It's going to be a message of rejoicing. Look what it says in verse, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, a host, the fast of the fourth month, and the fast of the fifth month, and the fast of the seventh month, and the fast of the tenth, shall be to the house of Judah joy and gladness and cheerful feast. The fasts are going to be turned to feast. It's going to be a time of joy. It's going to be a time of blessing. Whew. That's the Feast of Tabernacles. Come through the sad time, the most holy of all the feast days, Yom Kippur, and the next feast in that same month, five days later, the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days. It's described, verse 20, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, it shall yet come to pass that there shall come people and the inhabitants of many cities, and the inhabitants of one city shall be to another, saying, Let us speedily to pray before the Lord. Go speedily, and to seek the Lord of Hosts, I will also go. Verse twenty-two. Yea, many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of Hosts in Jerusalem, and to pray before the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of Hosts: In those days it shall come to pass that ten men shall take hold, take, uh, t- shall take hold out of all languages of the nations; even shall take hold of the skirt of him that is a Jew, saying, We will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you, the Feast of Tabernacles, and that which is to be celebrated. They're in Caesarea Philippi. It's after the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000, he takes them to Caesarea Philippi. There Jesus says, Behold, thou art the Son of God. And God, in chapter 16, Jesus says, Peter, you're right, and you'll hold the keys to heaven. Oh, he did. For the Jews, he held the keys to heaven, preached on Pentecost. Chapter 8 of Acts, he went to the Sumerians, had the half Jew, half Gentile, had the key to heaven for them. Chapter 10, he goes to Caesarea, has the key to heaven to the Gentiles. Oh, Peter had the keys to heaven for all. And after that, they said, hey, let's go, let's go up on this mountain. I just want three of you, the inner circle, Peter Peter. James, John, come with me. They go up on Mount Hermon, outside of Caesarea Philippi. They're there, and all of a sudden, there's Moses and Elijah. You know what Peter said? Let me set up three booths. What for? He saw Jesus in his glorified body. That's how Jesus is going to be at the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, it's time to have the Feast of Tabernacles. I want to set up three tabernacles. One for you, Jesus. One for Moses. One for Elijah. We're going to celebrate. There was a glimpse. God the Father here interceded and said, no, it's my time. This is my son who I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And all of this laid out to Zechariah. The three feasts yet to be fulfilled for the Jewish people. A call to repentance, the Feast of Trumpets. The Restoration, the Feast of the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. And the Day of Rejoicing, the Feast of Tabernacles, which we'll celebrate throughout eternity. We're there. The temple has to stand on the holy mountain for Jesus to do it. It's set to stand there. Heavenly Father, you're so good. I love you this morning. Oh, I don't love you like I ought to. We don't love you like we ought to. But you're so wonderful. Forgive us wherein we failed you. You called for repentance. I know Daniel when he saw where he was in your time, confessed his sin. Let these messages cause each of us to to execute judgment in our own hearts. Thank you for allowing us to have a glimpse at your plan for the future. The uniqueness of the the truths that are found in Zechariah. What a blessed book it is to see those three feasts, the trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and Tabernacles yet to be fulfilled, but positioned as we speak to happen. For our Jewish friends. Thank you for those derived benefits. 1 Corinthians 5, you said, verse 7, Christ has become our Passover. Thank you. I know you did it for the Jew. Thank you for letting us derive a benefit from it. Thank you for resurrecting. Christ is the first fruit. I know you did it for the Jew. Thank you for letting us derive a benefit. On the day of Pentecost, you fulfilled your promise to send the Spirit to the Jew. Thank you for letting us us derive the benefit of the fullness of the Spirit of God to live our lives. And now with eager anticipation, as Paul said in his last book, let us look for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing in anticipation of receiving a crown of righteousness because we love his appearing, but as we eagerly await, might we live pure and productive in light of the times in which we have found ourselves living. Love you, Lord. Thank you for giving us this this morning. By my precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us here as we have taken a look at the book, looking at Zechariah. And really what we've been looking at is the fulfillment of the Jewish feast and how they play into the end-time scenario that God's prophetic word reveals to all of us as we study it diligently by the way, you need to have your copy of Zachariah. It's entitled The Zachariah Perspective. It's a six-part audio series on CD that is available to you. You can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, and make your order by going to our shopping mall. The title of this series, The Zachariah Perspective, and it's a six-hour audio series on CD that will help you get a handle on this very important prophetic book. As we study Zechariah and, in fact, all of the prophetic books, we become more and more aware every day that the next event in God's calendar of activities, the rapture of the church when Jesus shouts, the archangel shouts, and the trumpet God calls us up to be with him, that that could happen at any moment. In fact, it could happen before I finish the next sentence. And in light of that, there's nothing left for me to say now, except let's keep looking up. Until...